on this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus. We are hanging out on, in Thornton Park doing St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we're sham rocking the block with Thornton Park Main Street District. Woo! Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I get more hugs from your dad than you do, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Yeah, my dad's dead, Brendan. Well, if he was here, he'd be hugging on me, too. Daddy's love it. (laughs) (laughs) We're here hanging out in uh, Thornton Park. We always record in a different main street every week, and Thornton Park won out this time because they're doing their Shamrock the Block St. Patty's Day celebration. That's right. It is St. Patrick's Day. Today, we're recording on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And we're uh, hanging out at Lamb's Eat Ivy. They don't know we're here. They don't know. We're squatting on their yeah, on their they, chairs. Uh, they closed for the day, but we took over their patio. Just, you know, separate ourselves from the plebes. You know, get some privacy behind the curtain. We've recorded here a few times. We have. It's a salon, a hair hair salon. So Uh They actually just did your girl well. She got a beautiful little bob. My wife got a haircut. Yeah, I like it. So we're hanging out. We're having some drinks. Because, like, so they're doing this street party tonight, and and we worked with them. They gave us our buddies, our our bungalow or buddy members. If you showed up with your keychain, you only had to pay 10 bucks to get in, and you got three free drinks. I mean, it pays for itself. Like, right there in one night. It only costs 20 bucks to get your keychain. For the year. For the year. Forever, really. Well, we renew it oh, every you year. Do? All right. <laughs> when we started, it was non-renewable. But my boss saw dollar signs, and it has changed. <laughs> Such a capitalist here. I know. And I was like, one time. Like, just, just leave You're just like, time. give them away. Just give them away. Just give, and I do sometimes. If you're cool and you're around, Ross Paget from Colbert Show is going to stop by later. He'll be getting some free ones, too. But, yeah, we're very excited. Uh, holler at our friend Todd Ulmer from the 808 just next door who expedited our drink deliveries. Yeah, he did. He got me a Guinness. I'm already on my second beer now. I'm on the, the Miller Lite. I switched to the, the Irish Miller Lite. I'm still drinking this uh, whiskey ginger, and, man, there's a lot of whiskey in this ginger. Yeah, not so much ginger in there. No, I'm already feeling it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah, anyway. You, your shirt's still on. Not for much longer. <laughs> I bet I'd keep the shirt on and just lose the pants, though, and just Daffy Duck it. Yeah, there you uh, go. Donald Duck it. There you go. I'm sure you got some sort of green underwear on, right? I, no. <laughs> Probably not on purpose, Green. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Gene. How's your week been, John? Uh, pretty good. I've been going roller skating a lot lately. I didn't get to go with you. You were very I nice want you to come me. with me one I'll night. go with you. I had a good time. I think you just want me to go so you can laugh at me. Maybe. Maybe. No, no, no. I I'm want you to come enjoy. It's skater. a lot of fun. The people. So I've been going to Astro Skate. I've been going to Semeron Skateway. What's your favorite one? Uh, they, they both have different vibes. I would say, but they're not paying you. You can no, give I us know. an opinion. Just, I, well, they have different vibes, different music. Well, what's the vibe? Just different songs that they play. I like so far. I've liked Samaran because of the, the customer service there. Because I, I can't hear skates. you because this girl is walking by with the shortest skirt I could ever see ever. Really? I just saw her. That, is, that is very short. Can we say hoo-hoo on the radio? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just found out you could say skank. Really? Yeah. You can say like everything, Brendan. And it's like a dance form. I, I well, we'll try. Anyway, I've been going skating, <laughs> so you should come roller skate with me. Okay, it's a lot of fun. Well, it's it's only fun if you're good at it. 
Well, you got to practice. Like most things. It's fun to watch, though, because the, the people there are really good. I get Well, that's see, I don't like that. No, you'll get no. a kick out of it. No, that. it's like when you go to a gym. You don't go to a gym where everybody's fit. You go to a gym where it's full of old people. Okay. So you feel good about yourself. You we don't go to the learn to skate, maybe, so yeah. you feel good. Maybe you're little not kids. Go, like if you're, if you're learning to downhill ski, you're not going to the slalom. Well, you got to start <laughs> somewhere, Brendan. You can't be good at everything. I need to do it in privacy where no one could judge me for my slow learning All skills. All right, maybe we'll find a vacant parking lot. We'll go roller skate well, together. I like that. It sounds right. romantic. All right. <laughs> Daytime. <laughs> I'll let my wife know that yeah. I'm there. <laughs> it's got Eno too. Uh-huh. So they know in case we don't come home. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? How about you, Brendan? What was your week like? Well, I went to the Florida Film Festival announcement party. Pretty excited. William Shatner's going to be here. Yeah, they're all very excited. and I'm I, excited. They're going to show... I already forgot what it's called. It's Star Trek Four, I think. The one with the whales? That's it, where they come home. Yeah. Is it called Voyage Home? I think so. I think it is, too. Yeah, they come to like the future... Well, it's the future... Yeah. Of now. Spock rides a public bus. Yeah, they go to San Francisco. Yeah. So he gets they mad at someone whales. for playing hip hop. Yeah, and he's like, hip hop's not music, and I'm an alien. And he makes him <laughs> turn it off. Yeah, I remember. Little anyway, races. so they're going to show that? They're going to show that, and then he's going to talk about life. I mean, he's been on this earth for like 93 years or something like that. No. Oh, yeah, he's in his 90s. And they put him in space? Yeah, yeah, he went to space. And he you know he's never watched an episode of Star Trek? Ever? No, because he, he can't watch himself on the show. Can we talk about how cussing handsome he was in that show? He's a good looking man. Like, that was like, yeah. like what a model. Uh huh. And then, like, and Canadian. And now he's just, you know. Well, he's in his 90s. But you'd, you would hope it would sustain. Like, Jane Goodall. I don't know what. I guess because she's just eating what gorillas eat, <laughs> but she looks, she's always beautiful. She's uh-huh. just this ethereal creature. I guess, well, I guess if I was super famous for being in a show, I'd probably do, a, I do feel some like things. I when you get to 90, age. you can kind of do whatever you want. You don't still want to be a sex symbol I mean, I would 90? like to, but I, I just don't know a lot of 90-year-old <laughs> sex symbols. I don't know either. They probably transcended that junk anyway. Uh, and then that Sunrail, we did that Sunrail trip. How'd that go? Where we go to DeBerry and we're like, the oh, we're in DeBerry. Let's go back to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was what it was going to be, but it was fun. Uh-huh. They have springs there. Yeah. Gemini Springs, you can't swim in, but you can bike around and check it out. And that was super cool. And you can apparently go to Blue Springs from the Sunrail Station, which seemed very far that's to a, me. That's a hike, I feel like. Well, we biked all together, I think, 17 miles. That's that great. Day, which is a lot for me. I, I don't know if I would. Have ventured that that's part a long, of That's a long bike ride. We went to Swamp House Grill, which generally we've only gone to via pontoon. I think up I've St. been John's there. River. I think we went there. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. do uh, they do eco tours out of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Really cool. Oh, I love it there. Far then. Yeah, we biked. Because that's a lot. like all the way down. Like that's at the end of the road. And we only. It took like two bucks. What three bucks to get up there? I didn't even look at the that's statement. Cool. And then are they doing like late night stuff or something? They were for spring break. They added doing, some late okay, trains. All right. And that so that ends this week. Oh yeah, no right. longer. Hurry up. <laughs> and they don't do weekend ones, so you can't do it over the weekend. But if you want to do it during your week, you can go catch it. Like if you're playing hooky. Yep. Yeah. Go check that out. Bundler.com. Cool. And. uh since it's St. Patrick's Day, I guess we should say Orlando was just ranked 19 out of 200 cities in the country, according to Wallet Hub, your favorite My website, favorite. Yeah. for St. Patrick's Day events. And I don't know why. 
because I'm not a ton of people here. No, I was trying to do a roundup actually today, and I was like, there's just not enough St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I, I, roundup. I don't know why that. Why would they rank 19? Like, what goes on here? I don't know. They do a lot of Disney. My wife was out at Disney today. Oh, uh, and so I'm sure they get pretty busy at Raglan Road there. And uh, uh, I don't know if Orlando's yeah, Raglan uh, Road's gonna kill it. There, this is the block party to be at. And there's a lot of little bars doing things. Lizzie yeah. McCormick's is doing an outdoor I'm just concert. not sure Orlando's the place to be on St. Patty's Day. Not a bad place maybe to be. Maybe it's like Universal does stuff. I, maybe. They have that really popular. Maybe. I mean, the places are like Boston, Chicago, Savannah. Even where I grew up in Detroit, they do a big Chicago, one. Chicago, where they paint the, the river. Yeah, they, dye the, they dye the river there. That the seems lake. intense. Want to do news? Sure. All right. Hey, it hailed this week. It, it hails every now and then, right? I don't know. It seemed a little late. Did it hail in Orlando or like up in Lake Mary? Maitland and Altamont. All right. Yeah, like up there and then all the way out to the coast. And uh, Fox 35 did a little piece on it because it was hailing in their in their parking lot. Well, that's like their neck of the woods right there. Yes. They all do the photos of you like holding it and, and they get a quarter and they put it next to it. I Yeah, that's exactly I see no how bad. big it is. In my world, when they're... Comparing sizes, it's usually a pop can or a remote <laughs> control. <laughs> just, just scale, you know. Are you a goblin, John? We, we call it a channel changer. In my, <laughs> channel in my changer. Life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's the channel changer? <laughs> the sound downer. <laughs> are you a goblin, a go- John? Is this going back to the channel changer thing? Or? No, no. It's, are oh. you a goblin? <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Is, like I know there's turkey. otters, there's bears. I can't keep oh, up all these things. Thing. I guess it's not a gay thing. I'm sure everything. it is if you look far so, enough oh. into it. <laughs> That's a gobbler. What's a goblin? Uh, so a lot of people use the pandemic as an excuse to like recenter and better themselves. All right. You know, you don't need a pandemic to do that, but but a lot of people did. All it right, was good an for awakening. them. I learned how to bake again, which is nice. Okay, myself with it. Uh, but there are some people that just kind of like leaned the other way. Okay, so <laughs> instead <laughs> of learning something, you forget things. They just were like, "I'm not doing nothing." And so these people, they wear sweats all the time. They shower ah. less. They watch more Netflix. They're eating bowls of pasta in the shadows of their living room, which sounds wonderful so to me. So that's a goblin? Yeah, they're, the Guardian is calling them goblins. It's called goblin mode. Every, I, they're in goblin mode. I mean, can we all... I mean, pandemic's over, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm out here. I, don't, I haven't seen a mask. Numbers in. are spiking overseas. All but right. I'll tell you, even if they spike here... It's, none of these people are going back in their homes. No, I don't think so either. This is nobody. None. None of these people are going to put a mask back. No, 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 I don't even know if I will. From what I'm looking at, I mean, at. if it got really bad, I would. I but. wore one the other day when I went in a grocery store just because it looked particularly busy, and I just had it there. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'll just. Put I don't it on. think I've worn one in months. Sunrail, you have to wear it when you go on Sunrail. I'll wear one if I have to go to like the dentist office or the doctor. Yeah. They ask me to. I don't mind wearing it, but um, you know. I was at. We were at the Solar Bears game the other day. No masks. No masks. Yeah, I haven't seen one in a long time. Some conservative people that don't like. True, true. But I'm also getting to the point when I see them now. I'm like, oh, like, like, like you're wearing a mask, and and like really nobody else. But I don't think this is. I don't think the goblin mode is in reaction anymore. No, it just sounds like it sounds like like you said they're leaning into. Like, all right, now I can do this, and it's okay. And they're kind of, like, rejecting, because there's also, at the same time this has been happening, people have been into, like, cottage core. which you know what that is? No. It's like p- painting your house pastels and getting a farmhouse sink and 
and raising chickens in your backyard. Do you think some of this is just like an excuse to do these things, though? Like, like they were going to do it anyway, but like they can just blame it on the know. pandemic? I think there was something like you had more time to learn new things and discover new things and slow down. And maybe like this work hustle isn't as great. So there were people that were like, I'm not going to use this work time for work anymore. I'm going to use it for betterment activities. Like wearing sweats and watching Netflix? No, because then the goblins now are That's like. the goblins. The goblins are like, oh, I'm just going to sit at home and do nothing. All right. I don't want to do anything. I'm shutting down. And I'll tell you, that to me just sounds like depression. It does. And I think calling I just, them goblins probably isn't the best way to help them. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. After we just made fun of them for five minutes, I just want to. I just, I just wonder if that would have happened anyway, pandemic or not. I so I can't focus anymore because there's a guy that looks like a hot pirate directly across the street, <laughs> and the girl just put his hair up into a top bun. This whiskey's hitting. Get half a drink. Happy Irish Day. <laughs> you gotta kiss me. I'm a quarter I'm Irish. I'm not sure that's how it works. Is that okay? Feral bunnies. Are running rampant in Azalea Park. Really? Yes. I, I don't. I, okay, so tell, explain this. I saw this. Uh, there's a local bunny rescue group, and I can't remember what they're called. It's probably like I know a friend Fias who writes for the Orlando Weekly. They he's foster big into bunnies. For them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a bunny man. <laughs> is that a Playboy? Thing no. Okay. I've actually been to his house. I've seen his bunnies. This is Fias Kara, the uh, food critic for Orlando Weekly. The, so this local bunny group is saying that a few bunnies were dumped in Azalea Park in December, and they have since reproduced like, like rabbits or which, rabbits, which they do, or tribbles in Star Trek. Because you're <laughs> talking about what's his face, uh, and now there's roughly fifty bunnies. That doesn't sound like a lot of bunnies, and they're all breeding with each other, okay, and just doing their thing. But they're not going to live long because they're they're domestic. They're domestic creatures that aren't used to having to fend for themselves. This is what the group's saying. But I'll tell you, if there's 50 of them, they're doing okay. True. I mean, I, I feel like this is going to work itself out. Like, nature will yeah, I feel like that. the coyotes are going to start phoning each other like, hey, man, come <laughs> Let's go out. over to Azalea Park. Yeah, they got good bunny bunnies to eat. Forget feral cats. I don't Let's see a lot bunnies. of bunnies out in the wild, do you? Here? Here? No. I, I think see I've them seen when I go up wild. I go, when I go to Michigan, I see them. Like a hare. Yeah, yeah. Little ones. I kept, I told my mom this. You know, she was like, oh, well, they could get, you could teach kids to do snare lines like you used to do when you were a kid. And I was like, mom, that would never, ever happen in Orlando. No. All these people would get sued True. and put into jail. You should explain what a snare line is. We used to, well, back in the day. In northern Ontario, you'd find these trails of where the rabbits were running during the winter, and you could hang these little loops of wire over it at, at bunny head level, and they would just run right into it. Yeah. And, and, it and then you them. eat them, right? Yeah, was the idea. But at that time, my dog used to run ahead of me and eat them first. Eat them before I got to them. I don't think I've ever had a rabbit. It's delicious. I'm, I'm sure it's delicious. And it's sustainable because as we just oh, assessed, yeah. they have lots of babies. They're very cute, though. Yeah. Nutritionally, I don't think there's much there. Probably not. For you. I think they. I think someone told us once when we were kids, if you just were eating rabbit, you would die. Okay. Like, you need to, it needs to be you with other, some things. other things. But Italians love it. Yeah? Yeah. I've just never had it. I I'm had, not opposed to it. There was an old trapper. Her name was Jeannie Canute. And she, she used to make her own dandelion wine, and she'd save me skulls from all the animals that she'd kill. She, Sounds like a witch. She, she, she's she's a, a witch. She's a little bit of a witch. She used to wear boots all the time. She was so uh -huh. cool. 
she taught Goth me how to witch. skin my rabbits. She would teach me, you know. And it was like, I don't. She would do it. She'd do it like between her legs, and it would just like, like in Wait, one motion. What am I supposed to do about these bunnies? What? Just like, what am I supposed to do? So about these ones in Orlando? Uh-huh. I don't know. They're going to rescue them and put them out or something. All right. Try. I think they're trying to foster them, but like, if there's fifty of them, like you got to get all of them all at once, or nothing. It's just. I mean, fifty doesn't sound like a huge number to me. I mean, I guess if there's none and it goes to fifty, apparently in. Four years, two bunnies could result in four million rabbit births. <laughs> really? Yeah, because they're all interbreeding with each other. Wow, I know. Seems like a lot. It's that's for, according four to this million. bunny adoption service. It's a pyramid it like of in bunny incest. Circumstances with no predators. Google it up. Right, I'm not a bunny expert, so I'll let, I'll defer to them. What do you think they should do when there's I don't, invasive I don't know. species like like with pigs? Right, we were just talking about invasive pigs in Claremont chewing I up suburbs. I do feel suburbs. like things are going to eat the rabbits, though. Like you said, coyotes, owls, foxes, owls, and they're domestic bunnies, so they're just like they have predators. It's not like a python. No, and they're just sitting there pooping in the middle of the lawn, like eating clover. Like they must be getting just picked off, right? Yes. But there's fifty already since December. That's still to me that doesn't sound like a huge number. I don't know. It makes me think of water. Why are they down. staying in Azalea Park? Are they just like <laughs> they haven't expanded uh, beyond all it. Right. <laughs> They don't. They're dumb. They're just all <laughs> hanging out with each other. Uh, maybe they'll out, make it to Winter babies. Park and start hanging out on Park Avenue. No reason for them to move. They probably don't have any coyotes. Parking their either. little bunny Ferraris. I on don't know. Park New Avenue. S- New Smyrna Beach has a curfew this week. Yeah, they do. And uh, Those kids, dang under- kids are party off my lawn. Uh-huh. Any kids under eighteen have to be home by eleven. All right. So the party's moving to Daytona Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Where New there are Smyrna, no rules. I mean, I guess people hang out in New Smyrna, but. Yeah, there's lots of Airbnbs and stuff. You know, so you Are they getting like house. high school students there? Or is it like yeah. locals that are going to. I think they're getting like. I think it's a lot of locals that go like. We know a lot of people. Like a lot of local Orlando families. I like New Smyrna like Beach. Like generationally Orlando families all own properties out there. And all those kids are going out there with their friends. True. If you got a beach house in New Smyrna, what are they beach, supposed to do though? Uh, I mean, I guess eleven's a, an appropriate time, right, to be home. I think that's why they didn't want to kill it. You know, you still those kids they, are still they buying be food in from eleven to five Monday through Thursday. I think I saw this, and eleven to six Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, or something like that. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's all dumb. You can't control these kids, and it's in a beach town anyway. Yeah, I don't they know. just like. Hang out on the beach like in Karate Kid. I mean, they would just have fires on the beach and getting fights. And I wonder if all those striking Disney employees are going to go out to New Smyrna Beach. Do you hear about Think that? So? No, they're they're they planning striking? a big walkout on the twenty second, and it's all has to do with the the don't say gay or trans bill. How many do you think will walk out? Two. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Dan Frank. We're walking out. The really, really gay ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I like Disney holds you accountable. If you're a no call, no show, that's a strike on your permanent record. That's why I'm curious. Like, like if you're gonna if you're gonna protest, you better have a lot of people with you because it don't make sense for a hundred people to do it. You need like a thousand or five thousand. And that's what they're hoping to make for. a dent. They're really trying to get the numbers. We'll see what happens. And it's all in regards to their CEO potentially not. Uh, jumping on, uh, get on board against the bill on time. They're all very uh, upset. 
Uh, are we doing okay? Oh, you know what? Let's we'll go take a you break. Take a break. When we come back, I got a whole bunch of other tea to spill. Really? Yeah. Let's go get some more whiskey. We're hanging out here. I'm in green. You're in shade of green. Rock the block. All right, we'll be right back. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival, which is taking place April 8th through the 17th this year. And Bungalow or Buddy members get a discount on tickets. X is screening this week, and it's starting on Friday, sharing the story of a group of young filmmakers in 1979 who set out to rural Texas to make a porn and then find themselves in a real-life horror movie. And then Face Off, the campy classic starring Nick Cage and John Travolta, will screen on the 22nd. Legally Blonde was postponed to the 24th due to weather conditions, and you can watch it for free in Winter Park's Central Park at 8 p.m. Enzian is also hosting a free Oscar watch party, too, on the big screen starting at 7.15 p.m. if you want to save a seat. But uh, the show starts at 8 p.m., so you can just roll in whenever. Go to Enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing, John? I, I'm good because I haven't slipped and fallen at a grocery store, but I know people who have. Okay. And we don't talk about this a lot because you do a lot of car accident stuff, but you do yeah. slip and fall stuff too. Yeah, I mean, we do really any kind of injury, basically, so, where someone wasn't, you know, it wasn't their fault. So what happens? I mean, who, what happens if I slip and fall at a grocery store or any store? Well, it depends. I mean, it depends, you know, were they at fault for whatever you slipped and fell in? But I mean, there's a general rule. Anytime you're injured on someone else's property or at a store or anything like that, you know, number one, you want to alert the store and have the manager do an incident report. Typically, any store, they're going to do an incident report right there. And then, of course, you want to take pictures of the area around you. You take pictures of what you slipped on, what you fell on. And finally, um, go get medical treatment. And, you know, it may not be in those orders, obviously, but, you know, the whole issue with slip and fall cases is, you know, one, should the store owner... Do they know that it was there or should they have known? Did they not take proper precautions to to clean up whatever the substance was or, or whatever the, the the thing on the floor was that you tripped on or fell on? Banana peels. Uh, banana peels. Very, <laughs> very dangerous. Um, but then, of course, you want to you want to be able to document that. So that's a lot of times in slip and fall cases. It really comes down to what the video shows. All right. Well, be careful while you're walking. But if you do fall, just call Mo. There you go. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. This is Brendan for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Passport services have returned to the Orlando Public Library and appointments are required and can be made online at OCLS.info slash passport. Charlie from O-Town Compost goes through the basics of starting your own home compost pile on March 26th at the Winter Garden Branch. Learn which kinds of foods and additives can get you started and identify the right method for your space. In Countdown to Kindergarten, preschoolers can strengthen important early literacy skills through fun stories, activities, crafts, and more. This six-week program starts on April 5th. 
For more information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Two, one. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I can't believe I look this good and you still haven't tried to take me home. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Are you talking to me or just like everybody? Just all the people in general, but it's also true for you, John. Oh, really? I guess you've taken well, me home a couple times. I don't even know what times. I would do with you if I took you home. <laughs> I play Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe do the dishes. That's true. If you like anything you hear here on uh, Bungalore and the Bots, be sure to go over to Bungalore.com and read the facts, because we can't remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we get a few things wrong here and there. Every once in a while, yeah, it yeah, happens. But, but yeah, follow Brendan on Bungalore, follow Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like him. He needs the likes. Follow John, he needs the likes too. If you have negative feedback, keep it to yourself. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Nope. I got nope. high enough blood pressure as it is. Do you have high blood pressure? Well, I just ate a bowl of macaroni with you. It's not going to help. That's the good fats. <laughs> good fats and macaroni. <laughs> There's maybe an, a hint of avocado, like it touched a noodle once. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we, so we got food from uh, what, Mason Jar. Which they're wonderful. Mason so Jar good. Provisions. Yeah, it's right here job. on Washington and Thornton Park. Same space as uh, the Burton's Bar. Yeah, right next door. So joined. good. So good. So you could... Hang out at Burton's and grab. Apparently, they got like a barbecue. good pasta night. It might be Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday, it's Tuesday Tuesday's pasta. pasta night, which I haven't taken advantage of because it's too rich for my blood. Wait, I, the the food or the the cost? Oh, the food. Okay, yeah, it's like ten bucks, right? Oh no, I mean like like, like flavor too, profile. Too Alfredo-y. Too much. Too much fat. Like okay. Like I'm at the point if I have one more piece of fat in my body, it'll just congeal. Oh. Right. <laughs> you know, like when you do that that trick with a bottle, you take it out of the freezer and you hit it, and it just freezes all of a sudden. That's what would happen with my body. I don't know what you're talking about. You never seen that? No. Science. What is it? You break <laughs> a you break a bottle. There's like a freezing point, and like and there's a trick. I've seen it. Like you know, if you leave a bottle in the freezer for X amount of time, you take it out. And you hit it, like hitting it jars the molecule somehow, and they and it'll just instantly freeze. You could watch it freeze. Really? Yeah, it's really. Oh, cool. that sounds fun. Look it up on the YouTube's right. news. News. Our buddy Matthew Petty's left WMFE. I saw him the other day. He didn't leave Orlando, so he is the the host of Intersection, uh-huh, which former is their host. news program. Yes, yep. week on WMFE, the national uh, NPR station, the public radio station. Has a New Zealand accent because he's from because New he's Zealand. from New Zealand. Yeah, it's not and just fashionable. I think he's been at WMFE for ten years. Yeah, I think so too. It's been a long time. A long he time. sort of does a little bit of everything, which you, like you might hear him a lot as as producer yeah, and the only interviewer. On the radio. But he does a lot of things behind the scenes and he's too. Great. And so he's left him. He's gone with WUSF. Uh, public media in Tampa. So they do a show called Florida Matters. Is that what it's called? At le- yes, at least one of their shows. What a dumb name. No, uh, what are you talking about? Intersection's much better. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, he's going to do something on that show. I'm not exactly sure what. I don't know if he's... he's, the uh, host. he's a, oh, he's the yeah, host? He's a co-host with someone. Well, there, there were two people as the host. Yeah, it, now one is gone. It's There's a woman who's left. Oh, okay. And he's joining the woman. All right. And I can't remember her name because it's Tampa. I don't know. But it, I don't think he's leaving Orlando. He's doing it remote. 
Yes. And th- he said there will be times when he needs to go there. Yes. Uh, but he'll be staying here. And then he also said now that he's not with w- WMFE, he can come on our show. Nice. Yeah. Let's have he, him. I've been trying to get him on our show for what seems like years. I'll ask him. So I play I play street hockey. Yeah. If anybody out there wants to play, DM me. We need players. <laughs> Uh, I play John with by Stecker on, I, on Instagram. Yes, I play street hockey with Matthew, and I saw him the other day. So yeah, we'll get him to come on the show. I love it. So now I guess all they're going to have on WMFE is space news, right? <laughs> they got other things. You no, know, Amy Green. Oh, gotcha. she does the environmental stuff. You got Talia Blake in the morning. I'm just teasing. I needed. She a tells. She gives you little bits of wisdom to get through your day. I just. I needed a segue to talk about rich people in space. Okay. Rich people in space. <laughs> uh, it's a big thing. Space tourism. Right? Yeah, what's it cost to go? Two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I think about that. Which, okay. like all things considered, that's like a tax write off for that. I mean, right? I feel like if I had that much money, and I was like, "What do I do?" All right, I'm yeah. gonna do that. Do I, I buy my- another house and flip it, or do I exactly buy a ticket to space? at some point you get to a point where you're like, "Well, I don't need another house. I don't need another car." Yeah. All my friends you're can't never go to gonna space. solve homelessness. So like, <laughs> let's just go to space. <laughs> where where only rich people are. Rich so people and government workers. So Pete Davidson. And, huh? A couple of other people. I can't remember. I wrote them down. Wait. The uh, there's two. The reason we bring this up is because the owners of Winter Park's largest home, which is potentially one of the largest homes in the nation. It's under construction still. Uh, Sharon Hagel. I've met her. And her husband, Mark. I've met her. How did? What were you interviewing her uh, I did a video for somebody at the Orlando Science Center. And she was there talking about space. That this was years yeah, ago. Yeah, she's a big uh, proponent of STEAM education she, for girls specifically. For girls, yeah, and yeah. she launched uh, Space Kids Global. Yes, right, which is all about STEAM education. Which is great. It's a great thing. I like that. If you have that much money, I love that. Uh-huh. I uh huh. I like the photo that you used on Bungalow, which was very phallic looking. That's the ship. The <laughs> ship looks like a big pecker. It's <laughs> not my fault, and it's because they have. It's like a basic, it's a giant observation station on the top of the uh-huh. tip. Just the tip <laughs> is where you stay. It's just the tip. And it has the biggest windows in space, according to Blue Origin, who made it. Are there a lot of windows in space? I feel like that there's not many. Well, everyone, it's, they're generally smaller because it's not as, like, sturdy as the metal and stuff, right? Why are people bringing their dogs to a yeah, St. Patrick's Yeah, leave your dog at home when a bunch of people in drunk. green are drinking. They're all fighting with each other. Come on. Um, dogs anyway, don't want to be out. They're all going space. Pete Davidson's going to be there. Did he? I assume he was like, I want to go to space, or did they ask him to go? I'm sure he bought the ticket, or Kim Kardashian Is this bought like it a, for him. A, like I'm, I'm one up in Kanye on this? or? Well, maybe. If okay. he's on the next flight, I won't be surprised. <laughs> Right? Maybe like, Kanye will just buy all the seats for himself. I guess people are teasing. Oh, he probably would. <laughs> That'd be funny. He probably would. That would be cool, actually. Yeah. Why not? If you, what a flex. That yeah, would that be. would be. Like, you went, you went with all these strangers. I went by myself. Just me and some uh, fancy Cardi B chips. <laughs> When's that going? Do you know when that's launching? No, I don't no. know. I don't Sometime know. this year. It's interesting because these guys, they also bought tickets to go down to Titanic. Like, didn't they go down to see the Titanic wreck in 2017? Really? So they've been to, like, the bottom of the ocean, and now they're going to go to space. So they've covered it all, and they farted everywhere. <laughs> Maybe that's their thing is just crop dusting the planet. <laughs> they just giggle the whole time. That's why every time people meet them, they're smiling. They're like, <laughs> gotcha. 
<laughs> don't they own like a real estate development? Yeah, Mark Mark Eagle, he's the president and CEO of Maitland-based uh, Tricor International. Sure, their money. I mean, they're they're wealthy because of real estate. Yeah. All right. I think they built like a million WalMarts across the country or something. All they, right. He had, that's I think what made him his money. At Whatever. First. I mean, I see the comments where people are like you know use your money to solve this or that. I get it. Do that. I feel you like do? you can do both. You can yeah. do both things. Proportionally, Sharon, have you? What have you done for charity lately? Uh-huh. I'm sure they've you done know? a lot for charity. I don't. I, I mean, oh, obviously, they've done a lot. She has yeah, a whole foundation exactly, about exactly. encouraging girls to like, like they are. They're spending money. Uh huh. No, I agree. I agree. Things. So, like, why is it bad? We Orlandoans especially have a problem with people when they're doing well. I don't think it's just Orlandoans. But you, I see it a lot. I see it more here because that's my. my well, that's where you live. Where I live. I just see it a lot. Like when Andrew Spear was painting all the murals a few years back, people were like, oh, another Andrew Spear. Oh, oh. But he's good at it. And he's he probably gets, it. you know what he probably does better than other people? He like gets it done. And like people hire him people. and he finishes it yeah. and, and he charges a reasonable amount. And he promotes it and he's nice. Yes. He says it's like getting mad at a chef for cooking. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I was like, that kind of put it all into context uh-huh. for me. That's I saw I one of his hear. pieces the other day at the at the Amway yeah. Center. They don't necessarily hold up as well. There's my yeah. man. He's he looks lost. By. He looks go, like, he looks like he's, go he's in a retirement community looking when dinner That's time is. That's <laughs> consistently what he looks like. And he didn't text me. Is it four? It's four thirty. I need dinner. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Where do I put my cane? <laughs> Sorry, Scotty. He's not listening. Uh, Google's kind of in trouble with local restaurants because they're being accused of stealing business from them. Oh, how? Google making pizzas? Well, I guess in 2020, Forbes reported that Google gets over 1 billion searches for restaurants each month. And it led them to... Like add new features, like star ratings and photos. Yes, and popular I, I've seen like, those. I think I've used them. But part of that is now when you click on these star ratings and these restaurants in the Google rankings, you'll see underneath it they'll list like ways to order food from them. Yes. But they prioritize uh, in, in the form of larger buttons for like Uber Eats and things like that. And then there'll be this tiny little one that goes back to the restaurant's website. So if you have a delivery service, like a pizza delivery. Yeah, which charges a premium for those food delivery systems. Uh-huh. But, but, but it's in-house. Yeah, yeah. If you have your own, it's not going to be seen as easily as these third-party yeah, services. Yeah, because I'm sure Uber Eats and and all the other ones are, are advertising with Google. Yes. And they want their button bigger. And they, they Google's claiming they don't make money off of the buttons. They're just doing it. But I'll tell you, Google's somebody's, not doing it. Somebody's nothing making money. Somebody's making money from something. Huh. I found that interesting. There's a yeah. lawsuit that's in place. People are talking about it. Oprah Winfrey's favorite cake maker is coming to Disney. That's the Cake Bake Shop. It's known for its sweet goodies, including uh, princesses and pirates and unicorn-shaped things. I think they're based in Indiana, I saw. Is that oh, right? I think so, too. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Which they're- is interesting because a lot of times when Disney sort of taps restaurants, they're usually here. They're usually They've based- been doing a lot of local in stuff. In Central Florida. But they also, it's smart for them to be tapping into people who already have followings, right? So, like, Gideon's Bakehouse, yes, they were local. But they were getting like national press for their little bakery. Yeah, they got good cookies. Great cookies. I can't eat. You can't have more than. I can have half a one. Like once every quarter, you could have. Like, I haven't had one in a long time. No, it's and the owner is so sweet. I want to support him, but Steve. I, yeah, Steve Metal Hair Lewis is what I call him. <laughs> he has long hair, Real like long. like he's in and I get a hair band. metal band. 
Uh, James Beard hates Orlando. Oh, yeah, they do. Apparently, none of the five Orlando area semifinalists for the 2022 James Beard Awards moved on to the finals. And that's a repeating thing. I don't think yeah, any, we, we never won an award. I right? say we. People get nominated from here. Yeah. They get to like the quarterfinals or whatever. And then they just, they don't ever get to the finals. Like they just, ever. Not good enough. We've never won. I'd like to hear what it is. And we met that guy, the head of the foundation, the really sweet guy that was oh, at the I don't event. think he was, I think he was head of like the Southern region. No, he's head of the foundation. Really? Yeah, they relocated. He moved to Fort Lauderdale. That's okay. All right, because he's looking for a husband. Didn't didn't some one of the food writers locally sort of slam the James Beard? Who was it? I don't know Amy if it Drew? was Fias or if it was Scott Probably Joseph. Fias. One of the two. Fias uh, has some feelings. I feel like things. I feel like I remember them sort of not slamming them, just sort of going off that we're never in the running, and it's all sort of you know, oh New York's so great, oh Chicago's so great. And they don't have any other good food anywhere else, which is not true. I and New know. Orleans always does well too. Not that they don't have good food there, but we have good food I don't here know too. What we're missing? What are we? What are they missing? Do they? I, get I just. I feedback? wonder if they they look at the. Okay, they're from Orlando. Oh, like they can't possibly be as good if you're not from Chicago, Atlanta. I don't know what their rankings are either. I don't know. Like, I'm what just are saying. I wonder if they're getting on. cut out based on where they're from. They're, they're automatically That's what looking. everybody's saying, but that's because we're all a bunch of butt hurts, you know? Like, we're all sad <laughs> that we didn't win, right? Well, don't we'll know. see. I don't actual, know what the grading is. No, I don't either. Are. I don't either. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Orlando area breweries won big, though. Uh-huh. So we might not be winning awards with James Beard. but Our beer does well. But it does real well. Who did, who did well? Well, Crooked Can won the most. I like Crooked Can I think they got gold beer. overall. They killed it. Broken Strings got silver for a stout. Dead Words Brewing, which just opened up, won an award. Uh, Gatlin Hall, Ivanhoe Park, Motorworks. Almost everybody got some awards. Sounds locally. like everybody got a trophy at this. I don't think Sideward did, and we love them. I like their beer. I wonder if they just didn't enter. That, that could be it, too. Because I feel like they should have. Could be so a, statewide like a, like a protest. Local breweries killing it in a statewide pr- competition is wonderful for the city. Absolutely. That's exactly the kind of headlines we should be getting rather than these, you know, presidential campaigns. Have you summits. been on the, the ale trail? I'm not, I oh, haven't either. Not on purpose. It's too much work to go between breweries. Really? Yeah. I mean, you get on a bus, though. I want to just, like, camp myself. I want to stay at one and have a couple and go okay. home. I don't want to, like, overindulge. You don't want the ale trail. You just want the ale no, sit still. I'll end up getting too drunk or, you know. That's the whole point. Pinching butts and stuff. That nah. gets, you'll get in trouble if you drink too much. I can't do that. Uh, Belanger Bagels is closed. I felt bad for this. I, I'll be honest. I don't I don't go out for breakfast very often. And so I just don't do that because yeah. I eat at home. But, like, uh, apparently they were great bagels. They were under a Montreal style, which means they boil them first. You yeah. Know, so they got that skin. It's so good. Mm. And this was like North College Park, uh, I think he was actually Canadian. He was from Montreal. Yeah, like but he, he got sick. He has cancer. Yeah, he has cancer. Very, like, stage four. Yeah. And he found out relatively, you know, like, recently. So he was just like, I just got to focus on recovery. Which I understand. Close the shop. You know, too forget bad. bagels and just work on my body. And, like, kudos to him for doing that. He got, had a, a procedure today. So we were asking people to send out good juju, and I'm sure it won't hurt for radio listeners to send it out a day later. So, guys, send out some good juju if you can. To Eric Belanger, 
Maybe something will open in that space. It's in his spot is in College Park, like yep. North Edgewater, uh-huh. and then he was also selling at Eola General. So I don't know, like what's I don't know. We'll see. It's leaving a big old bagel-shaped hole in our hearts, Eric. Wish the best for you. House on Church uh, is under new management slash ownership. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so what happened with this? I don't want to talk about it too much because people are yelling at me on Facebook <laughs> about it. Well, you can state the facts. Okay, the facts are, as I understand them. Yes, and we recorded a show there, and we loved it. Like, we loved the food. Blue Star, who started it, she she apparently didn't own it. All this time, I thought she was the owner. She had other investors who owned it. And then it was kind of like a game of hot potato through the pandemic, and it ended up with a new owner who was not happy with the financial performance of the space. And this is on Church Street, across the street from Hamburger Mary's. And they do burlesque shows and, like, out-of-the-box art performances and And the food for a long time was from Crest. Crest Chop House. But they changed that, right? They backed out six months ago. And I think that was around the same time that the building sold to Bags Inc. guy, uh, Craig Mateer. So around that same time it sold, Crest pulled out. Uh, he waited a little bit before actually getting a hold of the business, and then he wanted new management. And as part of that move, he got rid of Blue Star, who's kind of like this little local rock star oh, yeah. here in town. She does a lot of charity work, and I, I consider her a friend. And uh, super sad she's been let go along with the management. So and a are lot they of this keeping like the same thing? Yeah, the concept is apparently staying the same. According, I talked to Craig, the owner, on the, on over the phone, and he said he wants to keep it the same. There were rumors that he was going to change it into like a straight sports bar, and he was like, "No, no, same thing. We're we just needed new management, new blood. We're going to try to move so forward. We're question, not as Brad. talented as Blue," he said, "but we'll try to do." So that so that's my question. Like, do you think? Do you think? Somebody else can do that type of thing. Blue came with because she has an entertainment company. She has a very like close knit group of people too. All of the entertainment was basically from her company, uh-huh. like Blue La La Entertainment. So I don't, I don't know how you do that. That's very uh, ballsy, and it's a very, it's a very niche thing. It is, and I don't know. Like maybe he'll just open it up, and it'll be more general public. You know, live entertainment. There's a place for that in town. Like Absolutely. New Standard tried to do that, and it didn't do well. Um, I used a photo. I want to say this. I used a photo. If you're listening and you're one of those people who's mad at me, <laughs> I used a photo of the staff for the story because I felt like that's the story is all these creative types. It was a home for them. So I used that as the image, and I'm now being attacked by people on Facebook who think that it's insensitive to use a photo of the staff for a business that closed, and I completely and the, wait, disagree. the business didn't close, but they're, uh, right, yeah. And they think since they're not affiliated anymore, they no, should but not the, be on there. But, but like, those I'm are the photos you them. have. Like you got to use those photos. I could get a photo of the building. That's but boring, I don't think though. That's the story. I think the story is about the people who made that space interesting are no longer there. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah, no, absolutely, right? absolutely. So I don't know. And if you're mad at me, talk to me about it in person. Don't write comments. That hurts my feelings. So give <laughs> me a call or FaceTime me, and we'll chat it out. But it, it makes it drives me crazy. I'll be surprised, though, Brendan. Now that we talk about it, like if that same sort of concept is in business a year from now, because you're right. That's a. I mean, to find people that'll do it. I mean, to somebody that does it is almost like crossing the picket line to go do that because that's 
And they're very tight knit. Yeah, that's what I mean. They all know each other. They all spend all every day, all day together. So you've got to find somebody who's not in that group to do what that group was doing. And that's not going to be easy. Well, they have already started going back. Like old karaoke hosts are there. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know. I don't know. They kept the chef. They apparently have staff enough to open. They're they're back open. Uh, Blue is continuing to do tons of programming around the neighborhood so we can support her that way. And she's not going to stop. It's just a shame that she lost that space because I think she was doing something really interesting. And especially to see it on Church Street and that entertainment district. I loved that it could have had that profile. So it's a shame it didn't work out. And it's a shame that people are mad I used a photo of the staff. <laughs> but get over it. Because I think it, I thought I was doing them justice. You are. Um, let's do the grilled cheeses. If you like grilled cheeses, there's a new grilled cheese specific restaurant. It's that called is Grilled open. Cheeses, right? Grilled Cheeses. I like the photos in there. It's, re- it's the really funny. The posters are hilarious. They, and it's all like the dude, you know, eating sandwiches. Did you eat ways. there? Uh, I bought a sandwich and I had a bite and gave it to Scotty just because I, I promised to get him lunch and I forgot to get him a sandwich. <laughs> so I could only have a nibble and then deliver the rest to him. And they he do loved like it. upscale grilled Artisan cheeses. Artisan grilled cheese. Yeah, and they all have weird names like Brionce. And oh, it's I like, like Brie that. cheese is in it. Or, nice. Or uh, Tom Cruise. You know, I don't know what that's an allusion to. Some sort of Scientology cheese. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It was good. It was fun. Cool. Yeah, and I guess we're out of time. And that's on Mills. On Mills in the old Bites and Bubbles Right space. by that gas station. Or by King And the world Asian famous hair crawfish. salon. Uh, honey, that, the Bee Place Honey. Oh, they're so sweet. I can't yeah. their names. Uh, just up the street from Wally's. All right. They're going to kill it. So come well, on back next week. We'll tell you all the tea. Well, thanks to Thornton Park for letting us hang out. Yeah. And Lambs Eat Ivy. We had to come support. Thank you, Lambs Eat Ivy, for letting us squat on your patio. And, uh, Shout out to Wes. Oh, who does my wife's hair? Here at Lamsey Divey. Uh-huh. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>